but you have something that you have learned that you know can help people. Typically, it comes from your story and your experience. It's some hurdle that you've overcome. It's some need that you have met. It's some wisdom that you have gained. And you know there are other people out there in the world that can use this. And you would love to help them. Hey there. Welcome to the Swayology Podcast. I'm your host, Ann Watson. And I cannot wait to help you think like a business so you can inspire like a boss. I'm a former corporate multi-passionate entrepreneur turned business coach here to bring you practical advice, inspiration, and motivation as you navigate the wild world of online business and marketing. We are going behind the scenes with successful coaches, creatives, and entrepreneurs like you, and we're getting real about their stories so you can learn everything you need to to build a life and a business you love. It's not going to be easy, but I promise it's going to be worth it. So if you're ready, let's get to it. Hey, hey. All right. I'm so excited to have you here at the Swayology podcast today because we are talking about something that I love talking about, which is whether or not you should become a coach. I feel like I get some variation of this question pretty often where people will say, well, what made you decide to become a coach? Or how did you start your coaching business? Or how did you know that you would be a good coach? And I feel like it's generally because they're also considering becoming a coach, which I love being a coach. I think everybody should do it, but it probably isn't for everyone. And so I thought maybe I would put together an episode, give a couple of tips for how to know whether or not coaching is right for you, and then just kind of talk about it so that if it's something you have considered that you had a couple of ideas to help you make a really educated decision. So my story for becoming a coach is that basically I have a corporate banking background and an advertising degree. I have a little bit of knowledge in the business area. And when I was working with authors and speakers and just women in general, when I was in ministry, Often I would find myself using business principles to help give people some advice for how to further their message or, you know, put a book proposal together or research the market, know what their competition is like, come up with their niche statement, whatever it is. And after doing this for, gosh, more years than I could count completely for free and for having more people than I can count tell me, wow, you really should get paid for this it finally started to occur to me that maybe I should consider this. I mean, it wasn't just a couple of people here and there. It was definitely a lot of people who were saying, and you should really do this as a job. And I honestly wish I had listened sooner. So this is my first tip for you. If you are giving advice or helping out in some way for people where they are suggesting that you get paid for it, maybe you should pay attention. If this has happened to you more than once, then maybe that's like a little indication for you that this is something you're good at, that you might enjoy doing, and that you should get paid for. So that would be my first tip is don't ignore the people who are giving you that good advice. All right. But here's what I want to talk about is if you have a message or a book or you're a speaker, you've got a great stage talk, 
or you've just been through this incredible experience, whether it was traumatic or otherwise, and you've learned a lot, more than likely, you have wisdom to share. And coaching is a really fantastic way to share it because there's so many people out there in the world that need the message that you have. And yes, they have access to courses. They have access to books. They have access to counselors. There are resources out there for them. But coaching is unique because it's definitely not therapy, but it is somebody who's willing to dig in and help you, whether it's a life coach, a health coach, a grief coach, a business coach, whatever kind of coach it is, somebody who will just sort of like sit in your ideas with you, help you sort through the muck and come up with something that is not only something you're really proud of, but something that truly helps other people. And that's, I think, what we all want as a coach. So if you have ever considered it, I'm so glad you were here listening to this. Let's talk about a couple of ways to know whether or not you would make a great coach. I've got five little things. So the first one is you have a message that you know can help people. Now it's a message, it's a product, it's a story, but you have something that you have learned that you know can help people. Typically, it comes from your story and your experience. It's some hurdle that you've overcome. It's some need that you have met. It's some wisdom that you have gained. And you know there are other people out there in the world that can use this. And you would love to help them. So that's the first one. The second way to know if you'd be a great coach is you tend to see solutions instead of problems. People are always asking you for your advice or you're always fixing things or you're brainstorming creative ways to come up with a solution or go around a problem, whatever it is, you're somebody who tends to be a little bit more of a fixer. Now, as coaches, we're not getting in and fixing people. Uh, We'd save that for the therapist, right? But what we're trying to do is help people figure out, take all of their different ideas And help them figure out a plan, help them figure out a strategy. And people who tend to be problem solvers are very good at this. The third way is you have a way of explaining things that helps other people have light bulb moments. So if you have ever given an example or a metaphor or just broken down the meaning of a word or something and somebody goes, oh my gosh, that's so much easier than I thought. Or, okay, I finally understand what that means or what that's about. If you've ever had that experience, then you have a way of explaining things that helps other people have light bulb moments. That's one way you know you'd make a great coach. The next way to know that you would make a great coach is you are not afraid to do it differently. Meaning you're not afraid to go against what some of the experts are saying, that you aren't afraid to give somebody a hard truth if maybe they really aren't in love with hearing the hard truth, but you can deliver it in a beautiful and grace-filled way that makes them feel comfortable. So you're not going to just tell people what they want to hear. You're going to actually get in the nitty gritty and help them. And you're going to do that in a different way than the ways that you have maybe seen that done before. So you can take something complicated and make it easy. You can take something uh, messy and make it more streamlined you can do those things in a way that somebody maybe hasn't heard of before, a method they haven't tried. That would make you a great coach. And then the last thing that would make you a great coach is you are not afraid to get paid for it. 
Now listen, this sentence right here needs a whole podcast episode of its own. And trust me, that is coming at some point. But the deal is, is that if you are putting yourself out there as a business owner, as a coach, I want you to get paid for it. And I don't just want you to get paid, you know, nickels and dimes. I want you to get paid what you're worth, what that wisdom is worth. Because what you have learned, what you have been through has a lot of value. And the research that you've done, the input that you've given to yourself, the time you've spent in personal development, all of that has value. And when you are sharing from that knowledge and from your experience, you're essentially creating a shortcut for other people so that they don't have to go through exactly the same thing as you. That is worth something. That is worth getting paid for. Now, at minimum, I want you to get paid so that you have a job, not a hobby, and not a jobby, as I've heard somebody call it. But also, I want you to cover the cost of running your business or cover the cost of doing these things for other people. And I would love to see you be able to bless yourself and your family, maybe hire some people in the future. It is important that you get paid for it. And like I said, I've got huge soapbox I can stand on and I will at some point. But if you want to be a great coach, you can't be afraid to get paid for it. So just to recap, you have a message you know can help people. You see solutions instead of problems. You have a way of explaining things so other people get it. You're not afraid to do it differently and you're not afraid to get paid for it. Do you have these five things that I really think you should throw your hat in the coaching ring and see how it goes? When I first started my business, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a year. And if at the end of the year, I don't like it, I'll just be done. No harm, no foul. I've been doing this for several years now. So that one year proved to me that I love doing this. And I think you will too. So that begs the question, how do you become a coach? I mean, first of all, you make the decision. Secondly, I'm just going to keep this so easy. Send an email to people you know and let them know that you're going to start taking clients and how they can contact you to schedule their first session. Next piece of advice for how you become a coach, get help. Don't do it alone. Hire another coach or, or talk with a friend who has some business acumen. Take a course. Do something. Don't feel the need to reinvent all of the wheels and do everything all on your own. Get help when you need it. And then the last part about becoming a coach is make sure you are having fun. This is probably one of the things I didn't pay enough attention to in the beginning when I started my coaching business was the areas where I was having fun. The reason that's so important is because as you grow, when you get ready to start delegating pieces of your business to someone else, you will know which pieces to delegate if you've paid attention to the ones you love doing versus the ones you don't love doing. You always want to delegate for your weakness and pretty sure that whatever areas you're weak in, you're not having fun in. So pay attention to the stuff that just lights you up and that you're having fun with. Do you need some business advice to start a business? Sure. Is it helpful to learn some structures and systems so that you can streamline your business and the way that you get clients and the way that you manage your customer relationships? Yeah, all that is important and you can learn all of that. But you don't need any of that to start coaching people and sharing the wisdom that you know you have to give.
things that might keep you from becoming a coach, let's just talk about them. Let's just talk about the elephant in the room. You're afraid somebody out there is already doing it or even doing it better. Let me tell you, there are people in the world who will not hear the message you have to give from anyone else but you because your unique voice, your unique experience, your unique story is going to resonate with people the way somebody else's won't. So it doesn't matter if somebody else is already doing it. The people that need to hear it from you cannot move forward in their lives until you move forward with this idea. So don't let that stop you. Also, if you don't know the business stuff, you'll learn. We talked about that. If you feel funny about getting paid, we've talked about this too, but it doesn't hold water. You're going to have to get paid. Okay. Another thing that might keep you from becoming a coach is you hate to sell. But let me tell you, it's not about selling. It is about helping people. It's about saying, hey, I have learned something the hard way. Take my hand. Let me show you how I got there so that you don't have to go through all of these little pitfalls like I did. That's what you're doing. You're not selling to anyone. You're being very helpful. And then the last thing, the other objection I hear from people that are thinking about becoming a coach but don't want to is they feel like they're not techie enough. Listen, you will figure it out and you can hire it out. Do not let tech be the thing that stops you from becoming a coach and sharing everything that you have to offer with the people who need to hear it most. Do not let that hold you back from offering your gifts and wisdom to the people who need you. You will learn as you go. And as you go, as you be brave and you start that coaching business, you step into your zone of genius and share it with the world, man, you're going to change lives. And that is such a fun, amazing, beautiful thing. Okay. I wouldn't be doing my job though if I didn't also say, hey guys, I'm a business coach. And so if you are thinking about starting a coaching business, let me know. Shoot me a DM, shoot me an email. Let's talk because I can help you get through some of those hurdles that will help you build a thriving, growing business that is making a difference and an impact. You're going to love it. And listen, you don't have to hire me as your coach. I would love to. I'd be honored to. Like, I want you to call me and reach out to me. But if I'm not your cup of tea, hire somebody else. Get a different business coach or, you know, take a course or something. I've got resources I can give to you. I just want to help you. I would love to help you get there. But if it's not me, make sure it's somebody else that you trust. So that is my pitch for you. And... That is my top five reasons that you would make a great coach. You have a message you know can help people. You see solutions instead of problems. You have a way of explaining things that helps others have light bulb moments. You aren't afraid to do it differently and you are not afraid to get paid for it. Friends, if that is you, do not wait another day. Go ahead and get started on your coaching business. I cannot wait to hear from you about the business that you start and the people that you serve, and the results that you get on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for listening. I am so glad that you are here, and have the most fabulous day ever. Well, there you have it. Thanks so much for listening to the Swayology Podcast. 
You can find all the links for everything we talked about today in our show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes and take a screenshot and tag me on social media. That helps other women like you find the show and build our community. Got comments? Shoot me a DM on Instagram or head on over to my website. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time on the Swayology Podcast.